A lot of people are talking about love these days. I wonder if they actually know what the Bible means when it says to love one another. Let's talk about love today and define what the Bible says love is. Stay tuned. Plant a seed in my soul, water me, let it grow. Strengthen me from above, staying rooted in your love. Plant a seed. Well, hey there, high school students. Welcome back to another Grounded High School podcast. Today, we're going to talk about love and what the word love means. For example, if I said, I love my wife, I love hamburgers, I love coffee. By the way, on a day like today, a little chilly outside, it's afternoon, got the heater going in the office because it was a little cold. My bounce card just fell down. I'm drinking a little bit of coffee. It's nice and cozy. Mmm, such a great day. You could feel loving on a day like today, but then what about a day when you just don't feel like loving? Is love a feeling? Is love something that changes with maybe the circumstances? Well, the answer to that question is no, it does not. Let's look at a Bible verse in 1 John and talk a little bit more about it. So here we are, and um, I'm open to 1 John chapter 3. We're going to be looking at verse 10. So if you have your Bible, grab it, open up to 1 John chapter 3, verse 10. I see you just sitting there. If, if you're watching this, I see you. You're not doing anything. Go get your Bible and open it up. Okay, 1 John chapter 3, verse 10. Here's what it says. In this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. Wow. If, if you've been studying the book of 1 John with us in the high school ministry, you know John is a guy who's black and white. He's, it's truth. It's contrasts. He's not someone that's like a middle of the road. He doesn't try to sugarcoat the things that he's going to say. I love John for that reason. I, I really have a hard time listening to people who talk in ways that are hard to understand. Paul was very clear when he preached the gospel or when he taught. He didn't use the eloquence of words. He didn't try to talk like maybe was um, popular in his day or time. He just taught the whole counsel of God. And I, I love that. And I love that John does this as well. John is like, here's the children of God and here's the children of the devil. And this is how to tell them apart. So the question is, for you and I as believers— is do we, do we say that we love our brother and then hate our brother? Um, I mean, we've got to make sure that, first and foremost, we understand what the Bible means by the word love, because in the English language, we just read the word love. And we can use that word interchangeably to mean many things. So if I say I love cheeseburgers, I love coffee, and I love my wife, you know that I don't mean the same type of love, because I don't love cheeseburgers as much as I love my wife. I don't love my dog as much as I love my wife. I love my wife infinitely more than I love my dog, okay? So, but we just have one word in the English. That's the word love. Really, we should say, I like my dog. I like cheeseburgers. I, I like coffee, but I love my wife. But we don't. We just say we love everything. Well, in the Greek language, they actually had 
different words instead of the word love. But, but in the English, we just get it translated love. So, for example, uh, here uh, we're looking at a love. And because I haven't looked at this, I, I would venture to say that this love is the word agape. And it's the highest form of love. But there are different forms of love in the Greek language. And this is what's known as Koine Greek or Common Greek. And so other words like uh, for brotherly love is Philadelphia. A family love, a familial love is Storge. Uh, there's a passionate love, uh, which is Eros. And then there's the highest form of love, which is agape, which is the, the love in which God loves us. It's unconditional. Like, for example, if you go read 1 Corinthians 13, you'll read, like, love doesn't keep records of wrongs. That's one of the things that love does not do. So if you're keeping records of wrongs against you, then and you say you're loving, you're not loving by keeping records of wrongs. If you say things like, I love you and I forgive you, but I won't forget, then you're not really acting in love. Love doesn't keep records of wrongs. It's not self-promoting, and it's not tearing others down. It doesn't gossip. It doesn't backbite, those sorts of things. That's the Bible standard of love. Now, then there's the world standard of love. The world standard of love is always based on the person that, that wants to love. That's the standard. So when the world says, you know, love me and accept me, they can't separate love from acceptance. You can, for example, love somebody and not love what they're doing. You can love somebody and not love what they're saying because they can be saying things that are awful and mean. You, you can have people that are doing things that are awful and mean, but you can still love the person. But the world doesn't understand that. So the world cannot separate those things. To the world, they're all connected. Love, acceptance, everything. If you don't accept me, then you don't love me. That's the world standard. And by all means, Christians, we can't get caught up in the world's definition of love. We are to operate in God's definition of love. God's definition of love is he loved the world so much, he sent his only begotten son into the world, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. The, the verse doesn't stop there. It goes on to say, Whoever does not believe is condemned already. So can God condemn somebody and still love them? The answer is yes. God can love them and still they sit in condemnation because they've refused to receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. So they sit in condemnation. It's a result of their rejecting Christ. But God still loves them. For God so loved the world. That's, that's amazing, right? Then for those that receive him... They become his children, and, and that love continues, right, and expands as a child of God. So when, when we say, I love my wife, I love my car, or you say, I love video games, I love my mom, I love my dad, it's not all the same. There, there's different meanings behind each of the uses of the word love, but again, in the English language, we just have one word, love. So here's the thing. Here in 1 John chapter 3, verse 10 he goes on, uh, nor is he who does not love his brother, verse 11, for this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, that we are to love one another. Based on what? 
based on the scriptures, based on the scriptures, not on what music you like or dislike, not on who your favorite sports team is or if you don't like sports, none of that stuff. The thing that's supposed to bring us together as Christians is Jesus. And the Bible is very clear. Jesus is very clear. He said that the world would know we are disciples of his by our love for one another. So are you loving of all the brethren? Am I loving of all the brethren? I mean, I would like to think so. I think I am. But again, just because I think it doesn't make it true. I mean, I have to ask people, how do you feel when I'm around? Well, I don't even like the word, how do I feel? But how, how, how do you... Uh, receive my attention or how, how do I appear to be to you? You know, am I loving to you? Because uh, I mean, you could ask me, Sh Shadrach, do you love your family? I could say, yeah, I love my family. But then you would have to go ask my family, do they see the love? Do they receive the love? Or, or are they experiencing the love that I have displayed towards them? Because love is not a feeling. Love is an action. Love is doing things in spite of being tired, having a headache, or just not wanting to. You know, if you if you say you love your mom and dad, for example, then you'll do the things that they've asked you to do. But I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I mean, I worked all day. You know, I was in Zoom classes all day long and now I'm tired. You know, well, imagine your mom and dad, maybe they've been on Zoom all day long. Maybe they're tired, you know, but but what did they do above and beyond for you? And even if they do nothing, then that doesn't negate your responsibilities as a child of God to be loving in return. See, we can never point the finger at someone else and say, well, they didn't or they did, and so therefore I'm justified. The Bible doesn't give us any reason to be justified in mistreatment or lacking to show somebody love. So here's the challenge. Are you loving? Am I loving? First John, read First John. He'll tell you, you, you this is how you'll know. This, like he said, this is how the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. You want to know if you're a child of God or not? then you need to read 1 John and see, are these things true in my life? Do I treat other people with love? It's so very important, especially now. Man, the world is full of hate. The world is full of hate. And that isn't going to change anytime soon. And I, I only believe it's going to get worse and worse until Jesus comes back, which means we as Christians have to fight and work harder to make sure that we're loving. And we've got to crucify our flesh and be like our Lord and Savior Jesus. The absolute perfect picture of love and truth. The Bible says he was full of grace and truth. He is my example. He is my example. Not the world, not anyone in the world. Jesus and Jesus alone is my example of love. So I pray and hope that you will take this as a challenge to look into your own life as I've looked into as I look into mine to see, am I loving? Am I loving? Is there areas that I have need of improvement? I'm sure there are in mine. I'm sure there are. I could speak to my wife in, in a better tone sometimes instead of getting frustrated or irritated when I am just not in the mood to talk, for example. I could be a lot more loving. I could, I could listen. I could ask better questions. I could do a lot of things different and better, and that's the challenge for me. And so the Bible is very clear that I'm to judge myself. So you have to judge yourself in this area. Are you loving? Do you know what real love is? I pray that you do, and I pray that you'll work on it. We'll all work on it together so that we can be more like Jesus each and every day. So until next time, work on love. God bless you guys. 
to see 